Hello darlings and welcome to yet another exciting episode on Propeller. I'm sure you enjoyed last week's episode and I promise that today's episode will be really really exciting because I'll be talking about my friends, my friends while growing up. You know when people say choose your friends statement is actually true this means you should choose the kind of people you want to mingle or associate yourself with because the people you hang out with definitely have direct or indirect negative or positive effect on your life growing up i was very quiet i was a very quiet person and I always kept to myself because like I said in the last episode, I didn't know how to relate with people. So I usually stayed on my own waiting for someone to talk to me first. Growing up, I was a very quiet person that always kept to myself because like I said in the last episode, I don't know how to relate with people. So I usually stayed on my own waiting for someone to talk to me first because I didn't know what to say to anyone. I only knew how to reply to conversations and when someone eventually talks to me, I felt so fulfilled. Or when someone sees me as a friend, things in my heart like i felt so joyful in my mind because it didn't happen all the time when i was in nursery school i can remember it like it was yesterday i came to school one morning and i saw two of my friends no not friends actually okay two of my classmates because one okay I, I took that one as my best friend and the other one was just my classmate so i got there and i saw two of them raising and then i ran to join them because okay the person i thought was my best friend was part of them then when i got there she was like manila what are you doing go away you know part of us and then i was shocked i didn't know what to do i was confused because i never expected something like that like no just school for that matter and i was hurt and i never forgot about it i can still even remember it like it was yesterday i can still picture the way it happened like and I was just in nursery school then. I never forgot it. Even as I've grown, like years have gone and it's still there. I can still remember it clearly. I can also remember this day in my primary school. I think I was in primary five. Yeah. The teacher gave us a classwork to do. And I think I can remember very well. We had to draw. And when I was done with mine, on my way to summit, there was just my classmate. I didn't know if she was sharpening her pencil with a blade or she was actually playing with the blade. I can't really remember. All I can remember was the blade in her hand gave me very very deep cut and then it was my arm was bleeding seriously and then i rushed to show the teacher because i couldn't control the bleeding on my own and then when i got to he used the necessary first aid items to stop the bleeding when he got back he came to punish the girl that caused the accident but later on he released her from the punishment and then during a short break the girl went to another girl that other girl was seen as like the queen of the class like she sees respect from teachers and even a few of my classmates so this girl went to report the incident to her and then the so-called queen of the class asked for the blade and they gave the blade to her then during short break i just noticed that like half of the class were at the back of the classroom like they had left they were at the back of the classroom and out of curiosity i also went to see what they were doing and lo and behold they buried the blade and were saying some kind of things i didn't understand and then when they were done saying all those things next thing i heard was anybody that steps on where they buried the blade or either die or contract HIV for goodness sake primary five some of the people that okay saw as friends were among were doing that to me i was pained i was dumbfounded i didn't know what to think
think i didn't know what to do i was just surprised i didn't expect it like no primary five like what's the worst that can actually happen for classmates to do this to me primary five then i got home i didn't tell anybody because I, I didn't understand what was going on i, was, I couldn't explain I, I didn't tell anybody i just left to myself i kept thinking and i was like god what's this like after some time and i was having a conversation with my mom that a long time the incident had passed like by far then I brought it up and I told her about it and she was surprised. She was like, ah, I didn't I tell her and all that and all that. And then she prayed for me. She prayed me out of whatever they did. And that was it. When I now got to junior secondary school, to be precise, I also wanted to make friends. But it didn't really work out. I only had people who talked to me once in a while who said crappy things about me. And I couldn't say anything because I didn't want them to get mad at me. Can you imagine? I was scared that, okay. These ones that actually talk to me once in a while, if I speak, they'll get mad at me and they'll, they'll, they'll stop talking to me. So when they say hurtful things to me, I'll be quiet, I'll be hurting, but I won't say anything. There was this day in my GS3, since we were going to be parting ways because some of my classmates were going to go to another school while maybe some of them would continue because my school was, um, school, it had junior and senior, so some of us were going to go together to the senior, while some of, some of us were going to so some of the students were going to leave maybe to another school to continue the senior secondary school and everybody was doing a slum book. A slum book is kind of book where students or people you write um, stuff there like name nickname and all that you, you, you write it and let your friends feel it so that maybe after some time you can okay if you want to remember them and all that and just go through it and yeah you remember oh yeah this person was this this person was that and all that so you just feel okay some questions can be okay your name your nickname age what you like about me what you don't like about me your best moment your worst food and all that and everybody was doing it everybody in my class was doing it and i decided to do mine i wrote the questions i got a book for questions inside and then i gave one of my classmates to feel okay i was really happy that he was actually feeling my slum and then one of my other classmates came and he met the guy i was like guy who slum are you feeling and the guy was like it's ella slum and the other guy was like what on earth will you be feeling ella slum i pretended like i didn't hear but i did and i was hurt again but i couldn't say anything i felt like okay yeah this guy has a lot of friends and if i talk they could come for me they could come at me they could do stuff i don't even expect because i was in primary five and primary five students do that did that to me how much more when i'm how much more now when i was in sngs3 what would they do so i was scared i didn't say anything there were times like they even made me change the way i acted my lifestyle because sometimes you'll be like ella your smile is weird and I stopped smiling out. I entered my own smile out, using my hand to cover my mouth because they said my smile was weird. Other times, you'd be like, Ella, you're laughing as if you're forcing me. And okay, I stopped laughing. Even if you say something funny, I won't laugh. I did all these things to fit in, kept inconveniencing myself to fit into a friendship that was not worth it. And I didn't understand that then. I kept doing all this because of people not even considering okay what actually i'm trying to think about what actually makes me happy i kept doing all this for people i remember one time i was really sick and then i i got to school someone sprayed this very strong perfume in class and it choked like half of the class and i was included some people fainted um yeah some people they lost consciousness and me i was there i just couldn't breathe and then 
and then they rushed me to the school's clinic i was there so my mom came to get me till our parents came to get us my mom also came to get me and after that the incident i didn't even see anything about it nobody talked about it i yeah we used to actually just about it sometimes but i i, I thought like I, I never had i don't know like the incident was just there like just there and then I got to senior secondary school in SS2. The students that remained in the school from junior school were talking with the students that just resumed, that joined us in SS1, the new students, and were telling them about that incident. And the next thing I heard was Ella was faking her own. And I stopped. I was like, what? I didn't say that. I was quiet. But in my mind, I was like, what? Why of all people came okay, here? It wasn't just me that was rushed to the school's clinic. Why did it have to be me? Why does it always have to be me? I was hurt again, but I couldn't talk. I was quiet. I couldn't say anything because I was scared of my mates for goodness sake. And now I'm grown and I go back to remember all this. And I'm like, okay, why did I let these people do this? I could have easily spoken up. They wouldn't have been able to do anything to me. Why was I scared of people? And when I was still in secondary school, senior secondary school to be precise um the class i was had a very very few of my old classmates and the majority of them because majority of my old classmates went science class and i was in art and i was really happy about that and classmates i had secondary school a senior secondary school were really accommodating we saw each other as friends but there were times they would say hurtful things about me to me and i was talking all because i was scared that they would change towards me if i spoke and that left my self-esteem meaning only one bar because okay they say stuff about me. Oh, Ella, you cannot run, you cannot run, you cannot run. When you're, you're running, it looks funny. Okay, I became shy of running. I tried as much as possible to like, okay, this is my running is weird. How do I do? How do I do? And then begin to do rubbish. I say, um, Ella, you cannot do this, you cannot do that. And I say, I won't do it again. Okay, I usually, in my class, we do this kind of designing our names with pen and all that. When I try to do mine, they just laugh at it. And I stopped. I never did it again. But when I got SS3, I did it. I discovered that, yeah, I'm good at this thing. Why did all these people say this? Why did I follow, listen to what they said? And when I designed, when I got to SS3, I was about to graduate. When I designed the names, my, my name here, yeah. one guy saw it and he was like, wow, and I am good at this. How come I've never seen you doing this? And I was like, mad. I was like, like, seriously, why did I stop? Because of what people said. Because of what people said. People will always talk. That's one thing. People will always be people. But it's your ability. It's your mindset. It's your ability not to listen or not take what they say to heart and keep at whatever you're doing. Set your goal. No matter. People will talk. Okay, I want to achieve this. I want to be this. People will talk. People will say, oh, why? Oh, hey, you can't do this. Oh, hey, this and that. But it is your ability. It is your mindset. It is your ability to be able to pursue that dream. Despite what people are saying, pursue it till you achieve it. Yeah, you can listen to people's advice. Do this. Okay, go this way. Will be advice from your mentors. Okay, this will actually help you succeed. But people that will say, hey, you can't do this. You can't. Those people are just trying to kill your dreams. So don't listen to them. People will always talk. Definitely. If you have a dream and you are pursuing it, you will see people that will be against, but don't listen to them. Don't listen to them. Pursue your dream. In my secondary school, I listened to people a lot. 
and it cost me a whole lot a whole lot after secondary school when i graduated when i was about to enter the university i knew i was going to a whole new environment new people and i didn't want anyone treating me like crap any longer i began to resurrect my dying self-esteem on my own you have to to talk to yourself the only person that can advise you well is yourself if people are advising you okay you meet your mom she advises you you meet your dad your mentor they advise you if you don't advise yourself too the advice they are giving you will be in vain if you don't advise yourself okay this person has said this i have to do it you advise yourself to th- they, if they advise you you don't talk to yourself okay i'm going to do this you just let my dear you won't uh, make progress so the best person that can advise you is yourself my elder sister when she's done talking to us she'll say see i've advised you it's time for you to advise yourself you talk to yourself yes okay I want to make this. I want to do this. She has given me the advice she's giving you. It's just they're, they're just guidelines. The advice whoever is giving you, they're just guidelines. Your advice to yourself is to determine whether to follow those guidelines or to remain where you are, to remain stuck. Your advice to yourself is whether to pursue that dream, achieve that dream, achieve that goal, or remain where you are. So if you don't advise yourself, no advice on earth will help you. You have, you have to sit down, settle down. After getting advice from whoever, you have to create time to advise your own self. So I sat down, advised myself. I began to resurrect my self-esteem, my dying self-esteem. And when I got to the university, I built this very thick wall around myself. I didn't want to let anyone in. And I made sure I was not living my life for anybody. I didn't care what anybody was going to say again. I began to smile without covering my mouth. I began to smile out. If anything was funny, if I needed to laugh, I began to laugh. There was no room for anybody to even tell me anything because I knew, I knew my smile was in the air. I knew I wasn't being forced to laugh. I knew, okay, I had to be happy, not at anybody's expense. I had to make myself. And I, I realized that no one can actually make you happy or sad without you letting them. I let those people hurt me over and over again. I didn't realize, I didn't, because I didn't realize my worth. I let them keep saying crappy things about me because I was scared. I didn't know how much value I had. Nobody can actually make you happy or sad without you letting them. I let those people. I let them do that to me. And that's why they had the opportunity to do that to me. So it got to a time. I realized, still in university, I realized that I needed friends. I couldn't do everything on my own because no one is an island of knowledge. And I selected my friends. Friends who had goals. Friends who are ready to achieve their goals. Friends that help one another. Friends that are not ready to, to okay, backstab anybody or, or to say crappy things about somebody or to keep killing somebody's self-esteem. I selected my friends. I wasn't that kind of person, that Ella, in primary, secondary school, that, okay, I remained there waiting for any kind of person to come to me to, to talk to me talk more of, of being friends with me i stood up and selected my friends i selected the kind of people i want to be around okay. yeah okay you said you selected your friends what kind of friends did you select friends that would lead you where where is your friendship leading you association you find yourself where is it leading you is it making you remain stagnant is it making you go down go backwards is it making you 
you forward to achieve success where is your friendship leading you i chose friends who were ready to achieve success who were ready to help one another attain success and i was no longer scared to voice out i was no longer scared to, to, to voice out when when i was hurt by words and actions so my dear listeners don't be like me in secondary school don't be like secondary school ella but the primary school ella when you consider people as friends and they hurt you voice out tell them hey you did this i do not like it i'm hurt you're hurting my feelings i do not like it and a normal friend a real friend will say oh okay i'm sorry i didn't know this was explained to you okay i didn't know this was going to actually hurt you i didn't mean it and all that a real friend who apologize and the friendship continues like and once he or she apologizes a real friend make sure not to press that button again not to do that same thing he or she did that made you feel bad that made you feel hurt don't be like the secondary school ella i'm saying it again don't be like the primary school ella that lets people get to her that lets people kill her self-esteem she did not realize her worth. Another lesson from this podcast is to believe in yourself. Know your worth. You are beautiful, smart, amazing. Don't let anyone make you think less of yourself. Never let anyone make you scared of voicing out. Never give anyone the opportunity to hurt you over and over again because no one can make you sad or unhappy or hurt without your permission. If you permit them, they will, without looking back. If you permit people to hurt you, you can't voice out. They will hurt you over and over again without looking back. So, know your worth. Okay, I am beautiful. I realize, okay, yes, my smile is beautiful. Why? In God's name, I did, did they say that? And I began to smile. Know your worth. Know who you are. You are beautiful. You are smart. Don't let anybody come and tell you, oh, don't know anything. I'm dumb. And because of that, okay, say, okay, because I'm dumb. They say I'm dumb. I will not, I will not try again. I won't do again. I won't. You can try again and then you won't become the best. Because they say, okay, you can't think, oh, you can't do this, so. And then you stop doing that because of people. Because of human beings, for goodness sake. You stop doing that. Or maybe they've, they've said something. They've told you something that's between one shell you can't come out tell yourself whatever they say about me whatever bad thing they told me is crap and believe in yourself know your worth know your value know your value most people say that out of jealousy out of every okay they're like oh this guy's dream is big and he'll overtake us that's how they feel and then they'll, they'll use their mouths to try to bring you down and if you don't know your worth if you do not believe in yourself you will listen to them and you will be brought down by their words don't be scared of anyone we are all humans give respect to people yeah respect elders respect people but don't be scared if someone hurts you you talk you say i do not like this even if the person does not apologize to you even if the person does does not say okay, does not realize his or her fault. Just talk, just say it to ease yourself. Because if you don't talk, to still be in your mind. 
for God knows how long. Who speak up, my dear? Don't let people hurt you. And you that keep hurting people with your words, and you have the excuse that of oh, maybe when you say stuff and they come to you and tell you, and you're like, you say something that hurts someone, and the person comes to you, and your, your own excuse is okay. I, I, I just me, I just used to say things without thinking. That's just how I am. That's just how you are. You are just to be hurting people's feelings and that is just how you are god made you to be hurting people's feelings seriously that is not just how you are. some people be like ah, me i can't control my mouth though that's how i am you cannot control your mouth you keep stabbing other people with that mouth you say you can't control it or killing people without even realizing it that's not just how you are you can't change make constant efforts to avoid saying things you know would hurt people okay say things without thinking please make constant effort to think before you talk you that say you cannot control your mouth make constant efforts to think before you talk okay you that say okay you don't know whether you don't you don't you don't know what you say hurts that person think if this person says this to me if this person hurts me if this person does this to me would i accept it would i like it would i feel good about it so apologize when someone tells you they hurt you you hurt them we are all humans we have feelings let's love lead thanks so much my darlings for listening i hope you've learned a lot from this episode next week friday comes another thrilling episode make sure you don't miss it do well to follow me on spotify radio fm breaker pocket cast google podcast apple Podcasts to enjoy more interesting episodes thank you darlings for listening i love you all i'm still your favorite girl ella